Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 16. I'm Connor Murphy with Grace Matthews all the way in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How are you doing today? Great. How's everything up north? Great. Sun's out, shining, and uh, it's warming up. It got cool last night. Heard the furnace kick in for the first time this year, which was kind of sad. Oh, my goodness. Actually, it's now hot here. Oh, it's hotter well, than Hades. We've waited all summer for it to be hot. Well, one's on the left, one's on the right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's it's craziness. It's craziness. We've just swapped sides, that's all. Yes. I sort of feel like this is a repeat of what, 10 days ago, where there's like a hurricane and an earthquake at the same time. Yeah, there was a few nasty things again in the news. I, I just, I mean, this this earthquake in Mexico is just horrible. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they just found a little girl buried in the bottom of a school. Oh, she no. was yelling for help. Thank goodness they got her. Wow. But it's so hot there, and this earthquake was 7.1. You know, our our thoughts and prayers go out to them. Puerto Rico, as an island, is now completely without power. There is no power on Puerto Rico. Oh, wow. But I do have a little bit of breaking news. Okay. Um, The boxer, Jake LaMotta. Inspiration for Raging Bull right. has died at age 95. Oh, how sad. Um, oh. Speaking of Hurricane Maria, it made landfall as a Cat 4 in Puerto Rico. And like I said, no longer is there any electricity on the islands. Right. And probably not going to be some for quite some time. Too. I don't know what they're going to do. You know, they are bankrupt. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really could not afford Irma, the hurricane. Um, I don't know what they're going to do now. It's it's just it's just horrible. A lot of Puerto Ricans, because of the situation on the island before hurricanes, have migrated to Florida. That it really speaks to a lot of the influx in population. Over the last decade, Florida's population has grown by about 12 million. Much of that wow. is because Puerto Rico is broke. Just thought I'd add that. Holy smoke. I had no idea. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting. I know that because I've been looking for something in Florida. So. <laughs> That's how I know that. It wasn't really breaking news. Okay. The death toll in Mexico after the 7.1 earthquake 
is growing minute by minute is well over 200 right now. Oh, no. Um, And this is a really interesting, the Golden State, California, plans to sue to stop Trump's border wall. (laughs) They're always suing for something. They're always suing Trump for something. So, you know, that's not really all that surprising. Yeah. Oh, well, good luck with that. And it's almost boring, but we have to say it. You know, we we keep hearing things in the news every now and then about California, Oregon, Washington, and us, and of course Alaska separating. And there's yeah. every now and then you hear a little whispers because we used to be joined. Yeah, that's, that's right. We're the reason here in British Columbia that Alaska is apart from you guys because we were part of the. Uh, Oregon Territory, I believe it was. Right. And we decided to go with Canada. Yeah. So, interesting. A lot of people don't have a clue that that was part of our shared history. A lot of people don't have a clue about history at all. (laughs) A lot of people just don't have a clue. (laughs) I know. When you see those guys go out on the street, you know, for the talk shows and some of the newscasts, Whoa, it is amazing why people don't know. Yeah, how how do you still live? How do you breathe? How do, do you, you forget to breathe? How I mean, are you still here? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I just um, have never been that oblivious. We and, digress. And maybe they're happier. Yeah, I, yeah right. we do, but digress. Sort of. I don't know. Today, it's all about political leakers, those damn backstabbers. Okay, so not the leakers that would go out and buy Depends. Oh, not those leakers. No, not those leakers. I don't know. They might be some of those leakers within these leakers. I don't know. Oh, I'll bet money on that, Grace. I'll bet money on it. I have to check their panties, okay? Yeah. So let's be honest. Leakers are backstabbers. Every time I hear about government leakers, I think of the song by the OJs. Backstabbers. Okay. Okay. Just bear with me for a moment, okay? Just indulge me. All right. Because in my mind's eye, I can see President Trump and Secretary of State Rex Tillerson, kind of like they were in Saudi Arabia during the sword dance, (laughs) two overweight older men shifting their weight, swaying side to side to to the beat. Patrending is dancing, and after okay. a few minutes, the initial embarrassment tames, so they lift their arms as if they are learning to walk for the first time. <laughs> their twerks begin to move, still swaying to the music. They begin to smile and take a couple of sp- steps. It's what they do. <laughs> Imagine they start awkwardly. <laughs> Singing, using some of the lyrics of the OJs, backstabbers. First, P- President Trump takes the lead. <laughs> All the time they want to take your place, backstabbers. Oh no, there's Hillary. She smiles in your face. Now all you fellows who really care, then it's all you fellows who better beware. Watch out, Putin. 
a few of your buddies, they sure look shady. Like Kim Jong-un, <laughs> they're long, clenched tight in their fist, aiming straight at your back. And I don't think they'll miss. It's what they do. They <laughs> smile in your face. All the time they want to take your place. The backstabbers. Oh, no. It's James Comey. I can't get all these visits from my friends. What they're doing to me. They come to the White House again and again and again. What can I do to get on the right track? I wish they would take some of these knives off my back. Stop it, Robert, Robert Mueller. <laughs> they smile in your face all the time. They want to take your place. The backstabbers, they're watching you. <laughs> Susan Rice, low down, dirty. What they do, they smile in your face. Then Rex comes in and takes over. Mr. President, <laughs> smiling faces, smiling faces, sometimes tell lies. Backstabbers, they smile in your face. And we don't need no low down, dirty bastards. They're backstabbers. <laughs> Bravo. I'm not sure I wanted that picture in my head. <laughs> Oh. It's great though, isn't it? Oh yes. I wish I had that editing ab ability I would have that uh that turned out before next podcast episode. <laughs> oh. Okay, in all seriousness, if you work for any branch of government in the United States of America or Canada and you are a leaker, take a good look at your smiling face cuz you are nothing more than a low-life backstabber. You can join Judas Benedict Arnold, betrayers, traitors, backstabbers, leakers, they're all synonymous with defectors, which is a form of treason. Who are these backstabbing leakers? Are they Obama holdovers that are potentially part of a shadow government made up of dissidents loyal to the previous administration? Or are they part of an egotistical competitive power play by Trump's people? So far, the biggest leaker seems to be former FBI director James Comey, along with former NSA advisor Susan Rice. She, of course, is the serial unmasker. So let's talk James Comey and Susan Rice. How many government documents did James Comey take with him when he was fired from his post at the, as FBI director? According to Judicial Watch, President Tom Fenton the former FBI directly, director confirmed the leaks himself. Comey admitted he often created notes after his meetings with President Trump. Comey also admitted that after he left the FBI, he sent some notes to his friend, Columbia Law School professor, Daniel Richmond, for the purpose of leaking them oh. to the press. It is the belief of many that the professor eventually gave them to the FBI. <laughs> However, did he give originals or copies? We just don't know. Judicial Watch's Tom Fenton argued on June 14th of 2017 to acting director Andrew McCabe, these memoranda were created by Mr. Comey. While serving as FBI director, were written on his FBI laptop, in fact, 
he doesn't say that here, but written in the uh, Suburban, owned by the FBI, <laughs> and concerned official government business. As such, they indisputably are records subject to the Federal Records Act. Fitton continues, as you may be aware, the Federal Red Records Act imposes a direct responsibility on you to take steps to recover any records unlawfully removed from the FBI. Even after Comey's memo was leaked or read to the New York Times, the FBI refused to release the memoranda. So ultimately, Tom Fitton and the Judicial Watch filed a FOIA, a Freedom of Information Act request. It was ignored, leading them to file suit. Tom Fenton said that we have to sue in federal court to get a document that was read to a reporter at the New York Times is a scandal. This Comey memo should be released forthright and frankly, the president can and should order its immediate release. All of this for a memo that was already read, already uncovered, a leaked Comey claim by design was to get independent counsel appointed to investigate the Trump team. Why did he need to leak? Why didn't he bring the issue to the DOJ or the acting FBI director? Why is it okay that he leaked government documents? Is Judicial Watch the only organization truly committed to draining the swamp? I'm wondering. Hmm. The National Security Council informed Judicial Watch that the documents revealing National Security Advisor Susan Rice's identity unmasking were sent to, guess where? Barack Obama's library, where they are conveniently kept closed from the public eye for five years <laughs> under the Presidential Records Act. Amazing. Oh. Wow. So what happens next? Okay. Remember early in the year, Donald Trump complained that Trump Tower was being wiretapped by the Obama administration. Oh, my gosh. Trump was called crazy. People were running around going, what a madman. They complained that no one was wiretapped these days anyway. Technology had come too far. Really? It gets better. Fox News's senior legal analyst, Judge Andrew Napolitano, doubled down on the idea. He claimed British intelligence officials substantiated the claim. The Brits denied the claim later, and Fox suspended the judge for two weeks. <laughs> Even when he came back, the judge never wavered. He stood by his original claim. Now, here we are six months later, and we learned that President Trump and Judge Andrew Napolitano were exactly right. Will there be any apologies? Geez, they probably won't even receive an acknowledgement. According to the New York Times, on one early July morning, former Trump campaign manager Paul J. Manafort was in bed when federal agents picked the locks at his Virginia home and raided the premises for documents. They were looking for proof of offshore bank accounts. This was on the heels of what was described as an offer for a cooperative interview 
by Mr. Manafort. The New York Times claims special counsel Robert S. Mueller III followed the search with a promise to indict Manafort. I'm wondering what has provoked such aggression. I mean, could we possibly get some information here? According to reports, U.S. officials began surveilling Paul Manafort before and after the 2016 election. The warrant was obtained under the Federal Intelligence Surveillance Act, FISA. I am told it is very easy to get a FISA warrant. Paul Manafort has a business office and apartment in guess where? Trump's Manhattan Tower. Wow. Is this vindication for Trump and Napolitano? Dinesh DeSalzo tweeted, so Obama was wiretapping at real Donald Trump. After all, once again, Trump is right and the media hyenas proved to be wrong. So exactly who did Susan Rice unmask? Was it President Trump or other members of the Trump family or team? And if it was routine, why did she send them to the Obama library to be sealed for five years? Surely no one is ignorant enough to believe they would have actually asked for a warrant to surveil Trump himself. No, they would get someone else in the building that had access to Trump. For criminal purposes, it's almost a perfect political crime. And likely, no one will pay the price. Still, the mainstream media is screaming, no vindication for Trump, since Obama did not personally request the tap, as if he would, especially on paper. Ha ha. And the warrant was not specifically for Trump. Again, as if it would be. Ha ha. It's what they do. Smiling faces sometimes tell lies. That is mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, uh, honestly, Trump has come up with such crazy stuff from time to time. It's almost like the boy that cried wolf. It is, but usually it plays out. It's kind of like Dinesh DeSalza said. He says these things, we treat them as if they're crazy, and then guess what? Nothing happens. They end up being true later. Yeah, and nothing happens. So, and then by the time, like six months later, well, you know, you're always wanting to talk about conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes I roll my eyes because I don't, you know, it scares me. But there is a theory out there that there is a shadow government that is not just Democrats, not just former um, Obama people, but also some Republicans. Never did I really understand or believe that till I started looking into this situation. And I'm not so sure. Okay, you mentioned Judicial Watch a few times. That is where the information came from? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. And they truly are... Although they are a conservative group, they truly want to get at the truth. And they, and they have for many, many years. Um, 
I really think that Tom Fenton just wants just wants the truth. That's why I, I, you saw or heard in there that he said, come on, you know, Trump, you could demand some of this stuff be released mm-hmm. that they're holding back from us. You know, why don't you demand that it be released? I, I do believe, and I, I don't really like to pitch somebody on on our broadcast that much, but Judicial Watch truly does want to get to the truth. They're doing the right thing. They're doing the right thing, and and they hit a roadblock every time they turn, turn around. But I think that they are coming on to what some people are defining as a shadow government. That's this really just in the formation. It's um, maybe a little further along than chatting about it, but um, not nothing like a full coup. But it it is beginning to be a little spooky. Well, I can't honestly think of another theory. I mean, these people are clearly breaking the law and getting away with it and nothing is happening so there is something going on there i i would have to as as a journalist as a, an investigative reporter i would have to look further into that well and you got to look you've got republicans everywhere that could take these people down you've got a republican controlled congress a republican controlled senate a Republican-controlled DOJ's office. Uh, you know, um, you now have the FBI. They're supposed to remain, you know, not partisan. Um, but you, you now have one of Trump's choices in. You know, you, you do have, um, ultimately, we're not there yet, but a Supreme Court that is weighted by conservatives now. You have to wonder why these people are breaking the law right and left, right out in public. I mean, James Comey's talking about it. Mm-hmm. And how can you do that without fear of retribution? Somebody's obviously protecting them. Yeah, they they fully well believe they're being protected. And the Republicans are behaving as if the Democrats are in power. They're acting like they did when Obama was president and he had the Senate and and the House. It is absolutely bizarre. And you've got these dissident Republicans like John McCain that are absolutely not just non-supportive of Trump, but actually going against him. And, and, And perhaps maybe even buddying up with Democrats, certainly I've seen them talk to Democratic or left liberal media in a way that had me going, now which side are you on? Hmm? Yeah. So it's the establishment sticking together. Okay. It's kind of like we, we brought it up before Independence Day, you know, the aliens come down and the whole world has got a single purpose you know in defeating the aliens it's like the establishment now 
has a single purpose, and it is to defeat this populist, nationalist, some of them believe he's a nationalist, businessman that was elected into office and is not part of the establishment. Hmm. So they have a common enemy. Right. And this is, this could be detrimental, not only for the United States, but for the world. Uh, you know, our allies, there's situations out there in the world with terrorism, North Korea, Iran. I mean, a, a statistic came out today saying that actually China is trading at 83% with North Korea. Hmm. Are you kidding me? They have been buying 83% of the goods that North Korea has been selling. Wow. Oh, they're really our buds, huh? So those things, if we're at war, in D.C. among one another, those things could be disastrous for us and our allies. Absolutely. Because we are, we are the, the power. Well, as many questions as some of this answers, I think it raises even more questions. It does. It does. It's... Not something um, we'll let rest on the table. No, I definitely agree with you there. And and like I said, when I thought about this and looked into it, seriously, I mean, I kind of made it a joke, but all I could see is these backstabbers. I mean, I it, it doesn't matter how you feel about Trump. Trump is in an office that is bigger than the person who serves, always bigger than the person that serves. Yeah. And it is, it is frightening. And I'm not, I'm not sure who he can trust. No, me neither. There's reports today that while he was giving his speech to the UN, that General Kelly was making faces. Well, you know, that's so ridiculous because Really, General Kelly would have read the speech before he gave it, but if he was perturbed at something in the speech, could he please just, you know, <laughs> not do anything? Yeah. Are, are you kidding me? Um, I thought it was an amazing speech. I, I really thought him calling Kim Jong-un a rocket man was appropriate. Hilarious. That was hilarious. Um, oh, but the other side, the Dems are all upset about this, all upset about the rocket man, just like he was taunting him. You know, I don't think so. I think you need to let the guy know we're serious. I mean, clearly he developed all of these weapons under the Obama administration. When Hillary was secretary of state, you know, she was passing out our damn uranium to Russia, you know. What'd she think they were going to do with it? You know, I mean, we don't know about what, you know, Russia has provided North Korea with some supplies. You know, I kind of think that North Korea and Iran, as far as the nukes go, 
are kind of buddies. I kind of think that's their their bond. Absolutely. But it is it's awful, and we've got rioting in the streets. We have got you know all sorts of dysfunction, and to have disrespect for the office of the presidency. This really isn't a good time. No, which brings me right back to shadow government. And I think we have to talk about that in in future, make that the focus. I think that's in the near future. Yeah, very near. Yeah, we have um, a scheduled guest tomorrow, Friday. Yes, Sean Smith is going to be joining us on the program, our first guest and sean is an expert on bullying absolutely and i think that will be great and i think we'll follow that show early next week with shadow government sounds you know, i mean good. it's always you never know because something else can happen in the meantime so but i think that's kind of the plan yeah sounds good to because me it seemed a little too conspiracy theory for me but I don't think so. Well, there seems to be some evidence there. Some yeah, exactly. and, and things things being hidden that we got to look further into. So stay right. tuned. Stay tuned, everybody. Yep. Ain't no backstabbers here. I agree with you. I agree <laughs> with you there. And we don't always agree, but no. life's a journey, and we're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, everybody. Thanks for listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.